are now tuned in. We're living life. We're Gwen. We'll always get you right. I'm just living life. I mean, I love living my best life. Living period. Life. All I do is live life. It's all about living life. I'm just living. I ain't even life. a baby. Living my best life. Living my best life. Are you a fan or are you a follower? Which category will you fall in? Will you be a fan or will you be a follower? Well, when we come back, you will find out which category you fall into. Are you a fan or a follower? Hey, you believe in God, but don't follow him. So with that, which one are you? Are you a fan or are you a follower? So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you one, what is a fan? A fan is a fanatic or a supporter of a person. They're enthusiastic, devoted to something or someone. They promote the object of their interests. Do that sound like you? Well, if that doesn't sound like you, then let's go to the next one. Are you a follower? A follower moves or travel behind someone or something. They believe in someone they support and admire. So, they support and they admire the person. They're always enthusiastic. They set the bar high. They take initiative. They are always learning. And they always serve others. So, do you sound like a follower? Or do you sound like a fan? Well, let's move a little further. So as a fan, before you give your life to Christ, you are a fan. Now, once you move from fanship, then you move on to follower. But sometimes you can get stuck as a fan. That's okay, because eventually, we hope that you move over to being a follower. So when we say that the follower moves or travel behind someone or something. In this case, that someone or that something is God. When we say they believe in someone, they support and admire the person, we're filling that in with they believe in God, they support and admire God. Then, when we say that they're always enthusiastic, here is where the fan and the follower are the same. But, the follower is a little bit more. They're not just enthusiastic, they are not stuck at just being enthusiastic. Okay, now, also, we see that 
The follower, they set the bar high. So you said, how do they set the bar high? So to set the bar high is to establish an expected, required or desired standard of quality. That's how you set the bar high. So if you're gonna set the bar high, you wanna make sure that you establish and expect and require or even desire a standard of quality. You're not just gonna settle for anything. No, not as a follower. We're not just gonna settle for anything. We have standards because God has standards as well. We're gonna come back to those in a little bit, but we're gonna finish going through the list. And then we're gonna go back and break down each one of them a little bit more as it pertains to God's word as well. So now let's move on to the follower, they take initiative. So in order to take initiative, it says it's the power or opportunity to act or take charge before others. We initiate, we go out, we go out looking for souls, we go out to help people because that is part of the walk that is required of us. So we don't sit back and wait for others to do things. We take that initiative and we go and we do. Now, the next thing moving forward, we're always learning. As a follower, we're always learning. Knowledge or skill through experience, study or by being taught is how you always learn. So we have scriptures for that as well. So we're constantly trying to evolve. We want to expand our learning because how can we teach someone about the walk we're on if we have not taught ourselves? So we have to constantly learn that's been in the Bible, also learn about what's going on around us, our personal experiences as well help teach us. We learn from those so that when we encounter someone, we can share those experiences that we have learned in our personal walk and also what we have seen, heard, or experienced through others that we come in contact with. So we're always, always learning. All right, so now I'm gonna go back a little bit as far as each one of these that are on the list that I spoke about. And then I'm going to line them up with some scriptures. Now, there are multiple scriptures that can fit each one of these categories, but I have chosen one that I thought that best fit for what I'm talking about today. All right, so let's go to our first one. We're gonna say, we're gonna talk about being enthusiastic and as it relates to the word. So if we go to being enthusiastic, all right. Before, before I go to that, let me just say this. Let me give my personal, okay? So. Before I go into all that, B 
before, as I said, before I gave my life to Christ, I was a fan. Okay? I was a fan of God, but I had not given my life to him. So, after I gave my life over to him, I became a follower. And when I became a follower, I became more enthusiastic. I had taken on other characteristics. Um, I just wasn't just a plain fan with enthusiasm, you know, but now I am really enthusiastic about God, my walk, because I have a new walk. So not only was I enthusiastic about him as a fan, now I was more eager um, with more in, uh, enjoyment to follow him, to serve him. And then on top of that, I was so eager to go out and try to draw others in because I wanted them to have the same experience that I had, that I've experienced turning my life around. Now I wasn't a bad person or anything like that. So I don't have that testimony that I was on drugs or I, I was a prostitute or I um, sold drugs or I robbed something or I, that, that was not my testimony. And God takes us any way that we are as long as our heart is ready to accept him. Whatever state that you're in, he will take you in as long as your heart is right and you ready to give your life over to him and ready to let everything else go. It does not matter. He will accept you. He has his arms outstretched waiting on you to just say, Lord, come into my life. When you say that, boom, he will overflow you with his spirit because all he's doing is waiting with his arms stretched out, said, child, come to me. He do not get pleasure with us struggling, seeing us struggling and going through. He do not take pleasure in any of that. So if that is your mindset, thinking that everything that's going wrong is on God, why does he allow this and why he allowed that? God takes no pleasure in that. So just get that out your mind. All right. So let me go back and I want to go over these few things that we just spoke about. Okay. As it relates to the Bible. All right. So being enthusiastic, I'm going to line that up with the word. Just give me a minute. Let me get this together and I'm going to line this up. Okay. So being enthusiastic. So if you will go and you will pull out your Bibles or on your tablet or on your phone, wherever you keep your Bible app. If you don't have one, I suggest you get one. So for being enthusiastic, Romans 12 and 11, don't be slothful in zeal. Be fervent in the spirit. Serve the Lord. That's it right there. Be fervent in the spirit serve the Lord. Okay. Now the next one, we're talking about standards. Remember I said the standards that a follower has. Okay. They set the bar high. These are standards. And as I stated, God has his standards too. 
If you find, if you look in the Bible, you'll find all the standards of God. There are lots of standards. It's not just one. But like I said, this is what I took that I felt that was the best for what I am talking about right now. So, all right. So for the standards, if you will look at God's standards in 2 Timothy 3:17, that's 2 Timothy, the third chapter and the 17th verse, it says that man of God may be competent, equipped for every good works. This is the standard God has for his children, that we be competent, equipped for every good works. It's the word, it's what it says. This is one of his standards. As I stated, there are multiple standards. This is a high standard. He wants us to be competent and equipped for every good work. All right, the next one, moving on. We went from being enthusiastic to God's standards. Now, our next one, we're gonna talk about all right, will be followers, they take initiative, okay? They initiate, all right? So you saying, okay, where is that at, okay? Now, we're gonna go and line that up with the word. James, the fourth chapter, 17th verse. And it states, so whoever knows the right thing to do and fail to do it, for him it is sin. You're like, okay, what that's supposed to mean? Okay, if you know to do good and you don't, it's sin. You, you initiate, if you initiate to do something wrong and you know better, it's sin. So he want us to be able to initiate and do right. Do the right thing. Don't fail to not do the right thing. Because when you fail to do the right thing, now it has become sin. I didn't say it, but James 4.17 said it. It becomes sin. All right, I hope you taking all this in. I hope you taking it all in. If you miss something, you can always go back and uh, listen to this again. All right, so the next one is, a follower is always learning. They're looking for knowledge, skill, through experience, study, or, by, or being by taught. Always learning on some level. So, now we're gonna go to the word and see what the word has to say about it. Proverbs chapter one, verse 15. It says, let the wise hear and increase learning and the one who understand it obtains guidance. Let the wise hear and increase learning and the one who understands obtains guidance. So, the word tells us we need to keep learning. We can't stop learning. We have to keep learning. We have to. 
It doesn't stop once you get saved or once you give your life to Christ. That is when the journey truly begins because you have to educate yourself. You have to, just like you educate yourself in school, you get that book knowledge, just like you educate yourself in the world system, you got that street knowledge. Now you have to educate yourself in the word of God to get that spiritual knowledge to sustain you so that when things come upon you, you have the word that's in your heart. So once that word is hidden in your heart, when something comes up, that word will just flow out. It will flow just naturally. Just like when you sing in a song, it just flows naturally. The word of God will flow as naturally as you sing in a song. It becomes a beautiful melody in your ears and in your spirit. You are able to use that word. But the difference is from a song and from book knowledge and street knowledge, this word that you take in and put in your heart is powerful. All you have to do is speak it and it has power because there's life and death in the tongue. So when you speak, you're speaking life or you're speaking death. So be careful for the words that you say, how you say them, who you say them to, because your words have power. Your words become um, alive. So when you say something, make sure what you're saying is what you want to come to pass. So don't tell somebody, oh, I, I, I can't stand you. I wish you, you were dead or I wish you die or you wish you go jump off. I mean, you have to be careful. Sometimes we play when we say things, but remember, even when you're playing, those are still words, whether they're playful words, but they are words that have meaning and they become alive. All right. So now down to the very last, but not the least, we talked about being enthusiastic, setting high standards, taking initiative, and always learning. The last one is always serve other. Making sure others are taken care of. That is part of what a follower does. And the word has something for that as well. First Peter four and 10. So that's first Peter fourth chapter 10th verse. It says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. Use it to serve one another. I'm gonna say that one more time. Use it to serve one another. As each has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's varied grace, varied grace. So we are servants. We're servants of God. We're servants of God's people. We serve one another. There's no way around that. We are servants. All right. So that concludes that part of the list of a fan or a follower. 
Now you can decide, are you a fan or are you a follower? If you are a fan, it's okay because you can move over to be a follower. But keep in mind, everyone will not be a follower. That's just facts. Everyone will not be a follower. But those that are followers, let's make sure that we're doing our part as what we're supposed to do. Just like the disciples were followers of Christ. There's nowhere in the Bible that says Jesus had fans that I've read. If it is, someone comment on this, let me know where it's at. But he had followers. So people followed him and they changed their life. They lived after he was gone and you had the disciples that were his followers. Now we are God's followers. We pick up the mantle and we are doing the things that they did back then. We're speaking things into life. We're casting out demons in the name of Jesus. There's nothing we do um, of our own because we don't have the power. It's the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit, whichever one you want to call it, is the one that gives us the power in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the one. There's nothing that can be done by any mere human, human, except he has the power that has been given to him by the Holy Spirit. So now I am going to add just a little bit more to this um, as far as the fan and the follower. So as a follower, we are committed, we are devoted, and we are dedicated. So to be committed is to give in trust, to put into charge, or keeping entrusted, or to co-sign, is what the definition says. We are committed to God. We're committed to the walk that we're walking. Now, I just want to clear this up. Just because you're giving your life to Christ, that does not mean you won't make mistakes. It does not mean that you will not fall. You just have to pick yourself up and keep moving. Never stay down. So just keep that in mind. If you fall, you make a mistake, get back up, dust yourself off, and get your head straight and just keep moving. Because as long as you're here on this earth, you will make mistakes. That doesn't mean that you're not committed, it just means you made a mistake. It doesn't mean that you're not devoted to your walk, it doesn't mean you're not devoted to Christ, it does not mean that you're not dedicated to the life that God has given you and changed your life into. It just means you made a mistake. Okay, so when we're devoted, we still, we give our time and focus to God, but sometimes we may get off track. We may lose focus. Same thing, get back on track. Don't stay where you at. And then being dedicated. Yeah, you're devoted to the task or the purpose, you know, single-mindedly being loyal and having integrity. You make a mistake, get back up. Keep it moving. Just never stay down. It's the same thing in anything in life. 
You start something, you get distracted. But what do you do? You come back, you get yourself back on task. Your walk in Christ is the same thing. You get yourself back on task. Well, you know, as I was thinking while I was talking, before I conclude this, I was just thinking and talking at the same time. You like, how can you do that? Easy, I'm used to it. I was thinking, there's no specific scripture that says anything about a fan, but there are examples of people and situations that happen in the Bible that would constitute uh, situations where these people will be considered fans of God and not followers. So take for example, when Jesus fed the 5,000, a lot of them after the food was gone and he didn't give them any more, what did they do? They stopped following him. They went their own way. So those were not true followers of God, of Jesus. They were fans. They were all about what they can get. So they followed him to the point of, this is what he's doing. I need him to heal me. I need him to do this. I need him to do that. But then they all didn't follow him after that. They got what they needed. They got what they came for. And then they moved on. So yes, those are followers. Those are fans. They're not followers. So think about it. If I am a fan of Jesus, I don't really have to be committed. I don't have to do what the Bible says. In other words, it's fine for me just to be me in name only. A follower of Christ just in name only. But my deeds don't speak for my behavior or the attributes of what a follower is. So yes, there are examples in the Bible where people are considered fans. It doesn't specifically say fan, but they are fans because they're not committed. They're only out to get what they can get. And sometimes we as followers, we also have to think about, are we stepping backwards into becoming a fan and not continue being a follower? Because sometimes we could just always be asking God for what we want. And just always, Lord, gimme, gimme, gimme. I fell into that category. And I had to ask God, Lord, I don't want to just be always asking you, gimme, 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 because I know how that feel when my kids will say, mom, I want this, I want this. It's always gimme, gimme, gimme. And nobody want to feel like they're being used. So think about it. What are we doing that we need to change so that we can continue being a follower of Christ so that we can bring souls to the kingdom of God because that is part of the plan. So I stand corrected. There are examples in the Bible of 
fans. But it does not say they are fans. But if you know what a fan is, then you can put two and two together and see that this category were fans and then on the other hand, this category were followers. So again, I ask, are you a fan or are you a follower? So with that said, peace and God's blessings be upon you. Thank you for joining us for another exciting episode of Living Life. Today's topic, fan or follower. If you have enjoyed what you've heard thus far, please go ahead, like, follow, and subscribe. Please also share this with your family, friends, and co-workers. If you would like to leave us a message, you can do that here at anchor.fm or on any podcast platforms. You can also leave us an email at livinglife.com dot ll19 at gmail.com and also living life can be heard on multiple platforms if you are not able to find living life always remember you can find it here at anchor.fm